Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCallan. This year's ACB conference and convention in Minneapolis is just around the corner. ACB's Audio Description Project, or ADP, conference is going to be one of the big events. All the media reps, audio description enjoyers, and those who just want to learn more about working in the field or who just want to learn about audio description in general are invited. Here to talk more about the event is the ADP's very own director, Joel Snyder. Welcome back to the show, Joel. Thanks so much, Brian. A pleasure to be here. First, would encourage you to start the conference. The project itself is a little different than the conference, of course, but the conference, I had done coordinated audio description project conference, or audio description conferences, I should say, at least three times prior to the project being established. And I was always a fan of getting people together to talk about description, how to do it, how to make it better and a fan of trying to do that in a regular way. Again, what better organization to do that than by the American Council of the Blind, and maybe even in conjunction with their conferences, because that lets um, the description professionals be right there with the audio description consumers. And we've gone more and more in that direction of kind of mingling the two uh, efforts, and it's worked out really well. And the mingling starts on Sunday, July 3rd at 1 That's right. We will mingle then. That's right. (laughs) Just to jump in, one of the unique elements of the conference that we started just the last time, we do it every two years now. And in uh, 2014, Susan Glass, who's on our Audio Description Project Steering Committee, led quite ably, I might uh, say, by uh, Dan Spoon from Florida. Susan Glass from California had this great idea to have a little mentoring project where ACB members people who are blind or have low vision or audio description consumers could um, adopt a, an audio description project conference attendee or maybe mentor them is a better way. They will hook up with us late on that Sunday, July 3rd. And we expect over the next couple of days to um, that mentor and mentee relationship will continue through the conference. They'll have dinner together. They'll go to plenary sessions together or other sessions of the Audio Description Project Conference. I think it's a great thing because honestly, I've been working with description since uh, 1981. It has become clear to me that a lot of people in the field of description working in the field might never have even met a person who's blind. And I think that's that's wrong. I, I think uh, it's important to have that input uh, on a regular basis. So we try to do that at this conference. And they're seeing things from the blind person's point of view, and then that helps them figure out how they can describe things in their world. The sight of people who meet the blind people, I should say, yeah, can describe yeah. to them things around in their world, right? No, you're absolutely right. And it, it gives them a chance to, to kind of hone a few ideas or, or raise a few issues with audio description consumers. You know, there are techniques, there are best practices, there are guidelines that we've helped develop 
that really steer describers in the right way, I think. But having that feedback from a consumer is valuable. It's not to say that whatever you hear from the, the consumer is gospel because it's just one person's uh, view, but mingling that, speaking of mingling, mingling that with established best practices and guidelines, I can, I think can help shape what we do in description a, a great deal and, and for the good. Sure can, but going back to the one o'clock thing, there are going to be four introductions done by American Council of the Blind and Audio Description Project's well-known members. Who's going to be speaking to the people at the conference, and what are they going to be covering? Well, that initial session uh, is a, a great time for Kim Charlson herself, uh, president of ACB, to welcome Audio Description Project conference attendees, uh, followed by Dan Spoon, our chairman of our Audio Description Project steering committee. He'll be with us throughout the three days and helping out on various panels and sessions and few remarks from Joe Lynn Bailey Page and Susan Glass, actually, together. They happen to be sisters, as a matter of fact. And Joe Lynn and, and uh, Susan will uh, get into some specifics and mechanics of the three half days, really, because we leave the mornings open for ACB plenary sessions. And then as the director of the project, I'll chime in a little bit after that. After the intros? That's right. That's Brett right. Black. Yeah, going to that's talk right. about yeah. the organization's website and how just people can get the most out of it. The acb.org slash ADP site. How can our listeners get the most out of that site? Yeah, that's great, Brian, to bring that up, because um, I would have to say that our website is uh, what we're best known for is uh, reaches so many people. We have a Facebook presence. We have a Twitter presence. The website itself has really established itself as being the go-to place for information about description. Um, certainly in the United States, it is the place to go. People around the world consult that site for information about what's going on in the United States. We have more and more items that are of international interest as well. Consumers especially, that's I guess really the focus because you can go to that website to find out what are the DVDs out there that do indeed have description? What are the movies out there that are being screened in the movie theaters that have description? How is that done? We have a, a wonderful master schedule of all described broadcast television programs. Of course, help with how to access that secondary audio program track so that you can enjoy description on television. We're uh, always looking to beef up those pages. So I encourage any um, audio description consumers to you know, let us know. You can send me a note, jsnyder, J-S-N-Y-D-E-R at acb.org. Let us know about audio described events in your area. What are the theaters or performing arts centers that do good description, that do description? Are there museums in your community that do description? We want to hear about it. And we'll be putting up these links on speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com so then you can get lots of emails with these sort of inquiries in your inbox. Yeah, that's fine. After a word about the Audio Description Project website, there's going to be an update on the legislation. What's the update? That's an important part of the conference, and we put that up toward the beginning, and it was always really the uh, province of... Uh, 
Eric Bridges as the when he was our director of uh, uh, government and consumer affairs. I'm probably mangling the, his old title, but of course, Eric is now our executive director. I know of no one in the country who has more of a feel for what's going on legislatively that will affect audio description and audio description consumers. Eric is right there, so we want to have him there, but he will be ably assisted. We'll have a presentation from our new government affairs director, Tony Stevens. So the two of them in particular will uh, update us on, in particular, how is the 21st Century Communications and Video Accessibility Act how is it changing? How is it going to be improved? That we're in the process of looking to do that with the FCC right now. Are there Department of Justice ideas or suits or whatever in process that uh, will affect audio description? Karen Pelt Strauss, or rather Elliot Goldenthal, hope I've got his right last name there. Elliot's great guy in Karen Pelt Strauss's office at the FCC. He will um, share some information with us. And then uh, Matt Kaplowitz, who is one of the Department of Education grantees using Department of Ed money to make uh, educational television broadcasts accessible. While we're talking about education a little bit, we're going to get into a sort of mathematical equation. It's not, <laughs> it's not a math equation. It isn't one of those classic ones, but it's like it because yeah. there, it's it's you you write it in the um, announcement on the ADP website and say the equation is. The ADA plus 504 plus 508 equals accessibility. How does this equation tie into audio description? I mean, what are we going to learn about this? That'll be a great panel chaired by our own Pat Sheehan, who's on our audio description project steering committee. I know Pat used to be at least uh, the head of the Maryland Council for the Blind. He is the Section 508 coordinator for the Department of Veterans Affairs. So he'll be able to share a lot of information about Section 508 of the Workforce Rehabilitation Act, which mandates accommodations for people with disabilities with respect to federal agencies, and I believe contractors with the federal government or grantees of the federal government. There's another title or Section 504 that speaks to access by any nonprofit organization throughout the country and others. Beth Bienvenu from uh, the National Endowment for the Arts will be speaking with us. We're hoping uh, we have uh, Anita Walker, who's the executive director of the Massachusetts Cultural Council. She's invited, as well as the 508 coordinator at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Mark Urban. We'll get another look at how those federal regulations affect everybody, really, with respect to description. Day two of the conference is on the 4th of July, but before we set off those fireworks, we got to learn about audio description and how teachers are using it in schools for blind students. Just how do they do that, even to build literacy into the blind students? JoLynn Bailey-Page and Susan Glass will chair this session. You know, what we've uh, developed over uh, over time is the notion, I've, I've spoken on this around the world, I've written articles and papers about how description can help build more sophisticated awareness of words, of language, of literacy for anybody, not just a blind student, any any student that hears synonyms, comparisons, metaphors, similes, that helps you develop a more sophisticated sense of literacy. JoLynn and Susan will talk about that. We'll have with us uh, someone from the Described, Captioned, and Media program, which is a wonderful program. It does distribute educational videos throughout the country 
all of which are described and captioned. Judy Dixon, our very dear friend from the National Library Service, will be with us. She's um, always interested in how description intersects with Braille books, for instance. And of course, uh, she'll talk to us about our about the uh, Talking Book Library there at the Library Service. We'll have Hillary Kleck, hopefully will be with us. She's the mother of a nine-year-old, Madeline Kleck, who happens to be blind. She'll give us a parent's perspective. Carla Hayes from the American Association of Blind Teachers will be there. So another teachers who are blind teaching and what their perspective is, how they feel they can use description. Well, the fireworks are going to set off in the middle of the day when the audio description heaven of Minneapolis is explored. What's that heaven? I mean, what are the opportunities available through the city's theaters and museums? Well, yeah, I'll tell you. Audio description began in 1981 here in Washington, D.C. I was part of that group and, of course, has spread over the last 30-some, 35 years around the world, around the country, certainly. I have been, you know, stayed close in touch with, with a lot of those programs. I don't know of a better program, a more extensive audio description program than um, the folks at various theaters in Minneapolis have developed. And since we're going to be right there, it makes sense for um, us to have a session chaired by John Scallon of VSA Minnesota. He will uh, kind of walk us through. He's got a great website and mailing list, tells people what's going on in Minneapolis with description. We'll have a couple of freelance describers who are based right there in Minneapolis, as well as at least one uh, audio description consumer who's a Minnesotan. Uh, Ken Rogers will be with us, longtime ACB member. Lots of great stuff going on in Minneapolis. In fact, there's a audio described outing, uh, a tour you can go on to see South Pacific. I believe it's the first weekend of the conference and it will be audio described. We'll hear a little bit about that too, I'm sure. Wait, the Rogers and Hammerstein play, right? Exactly so. Uh -huh. Music. That'll be good. Yeah. We'll round out the 4th of July. Audio <laughs> description on broadcast television is going to be covered in more detail, specifically with trying to hire more people, both consumers and those who want to work in the field, to contribute to that audio description making process for both film and television. How's the increased hiring being planned within the next five or ten years? Well, you know, um, right now the, the legal mandate is that there's about four hours of description happening on each of nine broadcasters and uh, really four broadcasters five non-broadcast which is cable producers cable networks um but what we're you know that cvaa and discussing how that can be updated and improved that's going to keep on happening you know oh it took about 30 years before captioning was on a hundred percent of television i fully hope and expect that within 30 years we'll have that much description happening here. The UK is already way ahead of us. With that, those increases, you're going to have more describers needing to come on board and, and write description, voice description. And I stress the notion that audio description consumers are real valuable parts of the production process as consultants, as voice talents, as audio editors. Matt Kaplowitz, our friend from Bridge Multimedia in New York, will chair that session. Rick Boggs, who will be on the session, he's our keynote address speaker. He's uh, 
he's great. He runs Audio Eyes in LA, and they probably do more than anybody else as far as employing people who are blind to work in the description process. Yeah, I had Rick a couple of times on my show, and he was a oh, good. good guest. He was in the movie The Net with Sandra Bullock. That's right. Yeah, you said he was going to be a guest speaker at the conference. When we talk about hiring, Joel, hiring blind people to do the audio description, I mean, how can they do audio description when they're blind? When you say do the audio description, well, you know, what what does that word do? That, that do, <laughs> that do means describing what's on the screen, right? doing all the editing. The only thing that a person who's blind or low vision needs some assistance with is the actual looking at what's on the screen and translating that from the visual into the verbal, as I often say. Obviously, uh, a sighted person can get that ball going, but a, an audio description consumer can consult on that. In other words, is it clear to me? Is it is it creating a, a picture in my mind's eye with language of exactly what's going on? Consulting on that script development process. Very interesting. Yeah. After a little short break from all the luncheons, the next session is going to be where you're going to have attendees. You're going to give them an opportunity to evaluate the portions of audio described movies. As a group, you and attendees are going to answer three big questions while watching the movies. One, how do providers of description know they are doing a good job? I'm taking this from your website. Sure. Two, what criteria can be used to assess quality in audio description? And three, how do describers, description producers know if AD consumers are getting the most out of a described video or film? What overall answers do you have for these three questions, Joel, based on past movies that you've shown at past conferences? Right. Well, you know what we're going to do here? We want to be aware of, you know, sometimes critiquing described clips. We're going to have people there who may have written some of those described clips if they're American films and such. You know, we don't want to step on people's toes or that kind of thing. So what, what we've got planned, the UK's wonderful website called Your Local Cinema has a comprehensive list of described videos, films, DVDs available in the UK, much more extensive than ours, unfortunately or fortunately. And they've got a great collection of clips, excerpts. We're gonna, with their permission, we uh, will be, we've already downloaded a number of those clips. We'll be critiquing them. In other words, is the description, principally the writing, but the voicing of course as well, and the, and the audio mixing, are they effective? Are they getting the point across? So I don't think we'll be stepping on too many toes because these were all produced, uh, the description anyway, in the UK. And uh, we may even have the head of your local cinema with us via Skype. That's a little bit up in the air, but um, that'd be kind of fun to have him there as well. So this is a chance for consumers as well as description producers and writers to um, all together, we'll just be thinking about how some of these clips were produced with description and were they really wonderful? Were they lacking in some respect? I think we'll learn a lot from each other. Well, the conference finally concludes with a special panel about audio description around the globe. And also another special little thing is going to happen too. Oh, yes, that's the ADP Awards. Oh, yeah. The last formal session is uh, AD Around the World. We are literally going to have audio describers from around the world 
and producers with us. I know of several who will be uh, live and in, in person there. Dr. Benica from uh, uh, the one of the principal German television describers, Dr. Francisco Lima, who is a blind professor, teaches audio description in Brazil. We have uh, via Skype, uh, possibly in person, but uh, Dr. Pilar Orero, who teaches description at the Universitat Autonoma de Barcelona in Spain. Sonali Rai from the Royal National Institute of Blind People will be with us, probably via Skype. Uh, Diane Johnson via Skype again. She's uh, the president of Descriptive Video Works in Canada. Nicola Owen is a freelance describer in New Zealand, who I've uh, had the pleasure of meeting. And then uh, Shakila Maharaj and Dr. William Rowland. Dr. Rowland is a former president of the World Blind Union. And uh, Shakila and Dr. Rowland are both avid consumers of description. They're in South Africa. They'll be with us, possibly in person, but certainly by Skype. And then right after that, we will follow, just kind of wrap up the conference with an acknowledgement of the 2016 Audio Description Project Achievement Award winners. Those winners will be announced during a plenary session at the ACB conference and convention, probably in the morning on that Tuesday, July 5th. That's happening at the plenary session, but I imagine usually there are a couple of those winners uh, with us at the uh, conference, at the ACB conference or the ADP conference, and it'll be great to have them be able to stand up right there at the Audio Description Project conference and have them uh, acknowledged yet again for their great work in description. That's great. Dr. Lima, he was in our Audio Description uh, Institute in 2011, right? He was. Very good. Yes, he was. When and where is the conference going to be held in Minneapolis, and how can our listeners sign up? Very good. The conference is right there, of course, in the uh, hotel, the Hyatt Regency, right there in Minneapolis. The best thing for your listeners to do, and I encourage them to do it, is just go to our website. That's the easiest thing, acb.org slash ADP. And uh, we've got articles right there up at the top of that first page you go to that will give you links to uh, additional information about the conference and the Institute and uh, links to the um, registration pages for both. ACB members get a special discount on the conference. They can sign up via the regular ACB registration process. I think that opens uh, next month. By the way, on our website, we'll have a link. We have a link to, um, there's still plenty of time to submit nominations for those audio description achievement awards. So I welcome your listeners to uh, go on and brag a little bit about the description in your community and people you know and Maybe they'll uh, be recognized by the project with uh, an achievement award. Definitely a good deal there. And Joel, this event is going to provide the important information on audio description for those who are interested in this ever-evolving field. Thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you, Brian. Thanks for giving us the opportunity to talk about it a little bit. I welcome your comments on this program, listeners. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the blind or follow me on twitter at speak out blind or speak out for the blind that's for of course you may also contact me at mccallan3 at comcast.net that's m-c-c-a-l-l-e-n the number three and my website is speaking out for the blind.weebly.com more information on today's show is going to be posted there just look under the list of episodes and show news tab 
That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. Hey, sports fans. Join us Friday nights from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern for the World of Sports with John and Paul. Right here on the RadioStorm.com and ACB Radio Mainstream. Saturday nights on ACB Radio Mainstream. Mincing. Flipping. Eating. Yummy. Dropping. I want people to not feel so self-conscious, and I think a lot of blind people do. Now I'm going to flip this pancake. Really? Yep. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. We all can make mistakes and laugh about them. Yeah. <laughs> Don't laugh. This is our promo. Whoops. I think we'll have a lot of fun. What else is there to say? Watch for it. Hey, Debbie, you think we did okay? Yes. Every Saturday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern on ACB Radio Mainstream.